You might put your love and trust on the line. It's risky. People love to tear that down. Let them try. Do it anyway. Risk it anyway. I know where our home is. It's right here in the Sports Channel 8 studio in Durham, North Carolina. This is another episode. Take a good look around, folks, because this is probably the last opportunity we're going to have to record here. Oh, my God. That's right. We're in, we are. In, we're we know in. this is not a visual medium that you're listening to this podcast on, but this, I mean, take take it in. Use your imagination and look at this it. place for the final time. Yeah, because we are. Well, no, we got one more episode here. Yeah, but we're going to record that later today. Yeah, sorry. We're sorry. But you are ruining the magic. We're you are pulling back the veil. You are showing the man behind the curtain. Or woman. Or woman. We like to think women listen to this podcast. That's Some right. ladies. Can we do that? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't weird, know. Right? Uh, you, you <laughs> it came off like that came off sitting next to you, I feel a little uncomfortable. You're, you're not, and you're not even a lady. No. So so let's be. let's. Should we start over? I don't think so. Nah. We're, already, we're already in it. We're in it. We're in it. But I think you owe everyone an apology. I do apologize if I came off as a little bit weird there. But I do not hide the fact that I am a weird person. But I try not to be weird in that way. I think that's fair. Was that a good yeah, apology? Yeah, I think uh, uh, so. I feel like there's a lot of things, and we can we don't want to go like too far into it. But another band that I listened to and really enjoyed it just came out. And the lead singer had like some stuff go on with him where um, there's possible abuse, and so like that's like super frustrating on several levels. But I got to tell you, whoever is the PR person for these people and lead singers of bands, like for apologies, are fucking terrible. Like they yeah. are the worst apologies. They are not real. Well, sometimes it's too late to apologize, you know. That's true. But if anything, some let's get some. We got to get some better PR people to help. Like these one republic apologize. does not need good good PR people because like it's too late. They already said we're not apologizing for yeah. anything. Well, it's too late anyway. Whatever. It's Hold we on are, the road. Got me ten feet off the ground. I'm hearing what you say, but I just can't make a sound. That's right. You tell me that you need me. That's all I got. You don't know the next words? Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, that you is... Tell me that you need me, then wait. That was it. Nailed it. Well, so we haven't even introduced ourselves at this episode yet. I'm Sunshine Mayfield. I'm Max Gongaware. The weird one's Max Gongaware. We're both weird in our own subtle and not sometimes and we are not subtle ways. back for episode nine? Nine, nine, nine. I think it's nine. nine. I think it's nine. Yeah. Um for the latest album by it's not just ben folds they're back they're back the boys are back in town Ben folds five coming back around for the sound of the life of the mind yep that is a lot of the sound it's like yeah it's a long album name. So it's a long album title. i don't know what it means i'm excited to find well, out if a, you've figured it out it's in pretty your straightforward research. if you look, i mean grammatically it's the sound of the life of the mind yeah. so here's the life of the mind this is what it sounds like Okay, that's what it means. So it's it's appropriate for a, re- a reunion album. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's perfect. All right. I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's perfect. There's flaws in the album. We'll get to that. No way. I mean, come on. There's always going to be some flaws. No, impossible. But I appreciate your interpretive reading. Uh, what song was that from? That was from "Do It Anyway." Do it anyway. Which is by Ben Folds Five. Ben Folds from the three guys uh, from the album called the sound of the life of the mind oh perfect so i thought it might be uh apt to uh to use it on the cold open for the 
podcast where we talk about this album. That's right. Max, before we get into the album, I want to hear about you. How's life going? You know, what is, what's been going on since the last time we recorded? Baseball season started. That's true. By the time, so this is probably, a, we're about a month out from when this is going to air. Sure, if but, you say so. But you're in charge of that kind of stuff. Yep. You know, so, uh, but baseball season is, so it, it'll be in full swing, as if they say. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, my God, I'm funny. We're swinging right into summer, aren't That's we? That's right. Yeah. The boys are summer playing. Yep. And so, you're a Pirates fan. Pittsburgh Pirates, yes. This fan, they're doing all right right now? They are 10 and four i think 10 four at the time of this recording at the time of this recording knock on wood man you can't just say things like that in a public I can't forum like say this that, no i just said that they're 10 and four right but like that's a really good record you don't want to jinx them no I, see i didn't you're inferring that it's a good record i'm just telling a fact okay i don't have that's there's no karmic energy in that okay fair i'll take away my karmic energy thank you only good vibes for the pittsburgh pirates for me thanks because the rays are not doing as well don't care yeah they're bad but we've got um, so this album came out 2012. If you say so. Oh, but before we get to that, we're going. We got to jump. We got to. Uh, you're trying go to get Gongo aware of my roots, but it's time, we got to do music corner. We got to get in the corner. Sometimes we got to snuggle up. We got to get our snuggies on. Paint the black. Get those. Get that outside. Get those corner. Crocs with the uh, with like the fur in the in the foot of it, so it's real cozy. I'm unfamiliar with those Crocs. I don't know if it's like first. What is it? It's like cotton. I don't know. It's it's got the. It's not just like normal rubber Crocs. It's it's like. I mean, I, it's I'm coated not, for comfort. I'm not doubting that these Crocs exist. I'm just unfamiliar. Okay. Well, there. Let's put them on. Maybe those are alligators. I don't know. Or just gators. Oh, instead of Crocs. Yeah. Because Crocs are. You think gators are like? It's a more like cozy. Yeah, gators are reptile. like a more, They're like a more warm animal. You know, like they're still cold blooded <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> right. But still, like gators are definitely more warm because they're in Florida. Where are Crocs? Oh, dude, I don't know. The crocodile hunter. He was from Australia. Mm-hmm. Maybe Crocs are in Australia. They, he went everywhere, though. I go all, everywhere, was, man. all around. All right, so let's jump into the music corner. Max, go anywhere. What you been listening to? Uh, so recently, um, my sister has recommended a band out of Boone, North Carolina, which is a town that you are familiar with. Uh, I am. I went to a university there. Yep. The uh, Appalachian State University. That's the very one. Go yeah. Mountains. Uh, this band is called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. They recently re- released an album that I do not know the name of, but I have listened to it a couple times, and it's an enjoyable album. So uh, why don't you cue up some Rainbow Kitten Surprise? Hopefully you can find the correct one. I think there are probably several bands called... Yeah, this is right. This is right. I got some radio Silent to my heart. You're the only thing that's coming in I'm getting started from my better sense Nothing on the FM See, I've been praying for a signal A sign that you haven't sent You might be... Wow, what a pleasant surprise. A Rainbow Kitten surprise. Did you like it? I did. Are you familiar with that band at all? I'm not. I th- they probably... I've been away from Boone for a few years now. Yeah, I think they're up and coming like as of the last couple years. My sister is like good friends with the lead singer's boyfriend. Sure. So yeah, there's a fun fact. The more you know. My sister's seen this band several times. She saw them in Charlotte within the last couple weeks. Well, that's a really nice segue into my band. Oh, great. My band's from Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, North Carolina. The one and only. 
Okay. And uh, it is a band called Junior Astronomers. Yuck. I've been listening to them a lot. What was that sound, Max? I just had to clear my throat. That was seemed very unkind. We're big, no. we're big fans of Junior Astronomers at the Archive. Are we? Yeah. Nobody told me. Well, you should get I'm on. more of like a astronomer the third type of guy. Yep. <laughs> but so this is uh this is off their latest album that came out last year called Body Language. Ooh. It's a song called Body Language. An idea. Body language and idea. <laughs> I counted, you played like 45 seconds of that, and you only gave Rainbow Kitten Surprise like 37 seconds. That's not even true. So... That was uh, that was equal time. No, we're not using... This is like, you're not abiding by the equal time pro- protocol. It's not a them versus them thing. This isn't what the music corner is. It's, it's us just, versus them. No, it's us, you know, lifting them up to the to the masses. Yeah, but you lifted... The hundreds Rome. of people who listen to this. Hundreds Hundreds upon. of people. I don't believe. I don't even believe that. It's hundreds, man. We're not in the triple digits. We are. Like maybe we get hundreds of listens, but it's by like my mom. You think your mom's listening to this podcast multiple times per episode? No, I don't. Your mom might. <laughs> no, my mom. Mm, she doesn't. No, she doesn't know how podcasts work. She doesn't get it. I mean, I don't really get it either. I don't really know. Like, I send this to you, and then I don't know how it ends up on iTunes. Magic and Stitcher Premium. Mm-hmm. Does it end up in Stitcher Premium? Yeah. Do people pay for this? There's a paywall on some things. On this? Not this podcast. Why this not? Will, this will go behind a paywall at some point. All right. And that's when we start bringing in the big bucks? That's right. I don't believe you. No. Nah, well, I mean, so like any type of special, the way that they do the podcast for the Archive. Tell me. Tell me more. Is anytime they do like a special show. Shout out to executive producer Noah Blanchard, by the way. That's right. I don't know if that's his true title. That he is the CEO, technically, I guess. But he's like our executive producer. He is our executive producer. Executive produce this. <laughs> no one can see that you just gave him a really nice smile. Just a really big smile. That was a big smile. Just Noah. a big old smile for Noah. Though you are pissed that he did not invite you on the uh, the 90s baseball movie nostalgia thing. There was once a time in my life. Let's say, for example, that I did like some of those things where you like swipe left and right to view dating profiles. You were swiping for love. Right. That's actually the next uh, name of my next album. <laughs> swiping for love. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good album. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So you were uh, swiping for love. So there was once a time in which I had a profile, and my literal profile bio was my go-to trivia category would be '90s baseball movies. And then Noah doesn't invite me on the '90s baseball movies podcast. It's like he never even viewed my profile. <laughs> what? How rude of him. Come on, Noah. So uh, so they talked about like the Sandlot versus Little Big League. Sure. Everyone picks the Sandlot. I'm a Little Big League guy. People don't give Little Big League the respect it deserves and the staying power on that movie. You watch that movie 25 years later now. It still works. It still works. Every that, time. Young Billy Haywood was like a sabermetric genius at the time. He was, he he was, was ahead of his stats. time. Yeah. He knew all this info. 
And then they got King Griffey on that wonderful hidden ball trick. That movie had to have paid for most of the Twins' new ballpark. Absolutely. Target Field. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably Target did like... Paid for some of it. Some of it, but like Little Big League, I imagine the success of that movie resulted in that new ballpark for the Twins a few years ago. Yeah. Well, so would you also agree? Would you would you put Little Big League above the Sandlot? They're both good. Yeah, but I need you to rank them. If I were to like, ah, oh, what movie are you in the mood for right now? Uh, I would usually choose Little Big League over, over Sandlot, Sandlot. Yeah. but I will concede that the Sandlot has more moments, like famous moments. Can we agree that Rookie of the Year is trash? I don't think it's trash. I don't like it. I appreciate any attempt to create baseball content for the for the common viewer that people will watch. I like to get baseball in the mainstream again, so bring it back. I'm okay with Rookie of the Year existing. We could have a whole baseball discussion with you on your on your views on how to bring Here's the thing, baseball though, back into the mainstream. Our Ben Folds audience is incredibly bored by this conversation. Like we better reel it back in. I think most of our audience listens for Ben Folds, but also listens for you. To be honest, I think that they like no, hearing you. Stop, stop. I'm the setup guy, and you are. Stop. I'm putting the ball on the tee, and you're the one just. I never played tee ball. Did you ever play baseball? Oh yeah. I, sk- I, I was ahead of my you time. You were so good. I just I was like, this isn't baseball, Dad. Don't sign me up for that crap. All right, so well, let's get let's get Gong aware of your roots. Let's find out a little bit more about you so and what you were doing. 2012 was, is when this album came out. I was out. playing t-ball. No, wait, no. I, know, I just told you I never played t-ball. And in 2012, that would be a weird time to start, seeing as how you were, what, 23, 22? For some of the year, I was 22. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 2012 was when I graduated from university, Elon University. Go Phoenix. Go Phoenix. Uh, with a degree in media, arts, and entertainment, concentrating in broadcast and new media. Holy shit, you're like doing that now. Not like, really. Like right now. I guess. We're broadcasting. This is, this is media, arts, sure. and entertainment. Uh, it's some, sometimes. You, you know, you love to get go to college or university uh, and then, you know, major in something that you get paid a lot of money to do professionally. And that's exactly what this is. Yep. Once we go behind that paywall, all the bucks. I'll finally be able to donate to Elon University. Finally, that one dude from like the alumni relations can stop emailing me. You paid so much for tuition there. I don't like, feel like I need to donate. <laughs> Plus, who like I am one of the best in my opinion, alumnus sports coverers of Elon. Like I am, I you're up there. I create a lot of content on behalf of Elon University. I'm giving. I'm getting their name out there. All right. Right. I may not be donating, and they're not paying you for that monetarily. However, I still Through support. Clout. I support my university in my own way. You're giving them clout. Yep. You are the colossus of clout. The uh, Sandlot reference. Well done. Love it. Bringing it back. So, uh, what else happened in 2012? Kendall Marshall broke his wrist against Creighton. I remember that game in the Greensboro Coliseum, mm-hmm. thereby ruining the rest of that season. There, where they would have won the national championship. Um, you can't tell me otherwise, John Calipari. Um, 2012. That's all. That's literally all I remember from 2012. What you graduated? I graduated from school. What did you do in the fall of 2012? Uh, so during the summer of 2012, I began a job as a summer camp's social media coordinator. Oh, I was their first ever social media coordinator. Shout out to them. Now they're crushing it on social. Um, and you said you set the foundation for I, that. I like to. Uh, so people have called me the grandfather of social media for this camp. <laughs> it's been said. It's been said. Uh, it may have been me that coined that, but 
Uh, fall of 2012. I don't know. I was uh, working at a YMCA in, in youth programming, using my media arts and entertainment degree. Jumping into the workforce. You could say that. Yeah. I mean, I graduated. Yeah, I know. App State. Sconeers. Sconeers. Um, film studies and advertising. Crushing it. Crushing it. Now you're on a music podcast. Now I'm on a music podcast. And uh, then I worked for the Y after that, so. How about that? Yeah, you know, real simple. Other things that happened in 2012, the Avengers came out. Don't care. By the time that this rolls around, we'll have the third one called Infinity War. That's, what, people love that. I've or seen hopefully. lots of memes about crossover events happening because of Infinity Pool. Just a lot of characters swimming together. In the Infinity Pool? Mm-hmm. So what happens is one character is going to die, and then they have to pretend that he's alive the entire weekend. And so they're like have this pool party. So it's a, the it's like this weird uh, it's struggle. Like Swiss Army Man. Yep, exactly. Okay, just like that. Seems like fun. Yeah, should be a good time. And then you have the Hunger Games. Um, also, don't care. Did you ever read the books? Did you ever Heck see? Heck no. You don't. Not a big reader. I read a book recently. Oh, <laughs> tell me about that, Max. It's Tom Hanks's book. Oh, I think, uh, yeah. He does a. I think I've maybe talked about this on this podcast before, but I finished it. It's a collection of short stories written by Tom Hanks, the same Tom Hanks who was in like Big and lots of other movies. Splash, like The Terminal, The Terminal. I just said that. Uh, Catch me if you can. There you go. We can keep going. Uh, now we've each given the same number of movies. Hook, not in Hook. Are you sure? I'm positive that Tom Hanks was not in Hook. I know my movies. Okay, we can do that bit if you want to keep going. He played. Uh, he played Hook. Yep. Uh, other movies that came out: Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days. Don't that? No, I don't want to talk about that series. Not a fan. It's bad. It is not good. That's what I said. It's not good by any means. It's bad. That they keep making them. Do they? Yeah. There's like. Are they like animated now? It's like a weird mixture. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. That seems terrible. And music: you got uh, Kendrick Lamar's album came out, Good Kid, Mad City, um, Born to Die by Lionel Del Rey came out at that year, and then you get. The album we are currently talking about, The Sound of the Life of the Mind, by Ben Folds 5. They're back. They are back. You got Jesse and Sledge. They're back. The whole gang's together. Um, album. This is 13 years after Reinhold Messner, which is almost like the album that should not be named. But Reinhold Messner could have been bar mitzvahed by the time this album came out. If he was born the year that the first one that Messner came out, then yes, this debuted at ten on the Billboard charts. Wow, the highest I think the highest debuting album by a Ben Folds project ever. You go Ben Folds Five. They did it, and in 2011, what happened? Ben Folds Five reunites to record three tracks for the Ben Folds: "The Best Imitation of Myself," a retrospective. Okay. Um, and then the band reconvened in Folds Nashville studio, recorded the bulk of the album over a six-week period. Um, and you ever then been to Nashville? I've never been to Nashville. I've never been either. The Predators are doing well, though, right? That's the bad. That's the hockey team. That is. I don't know. But yeah, I've never been. We should go. Nashville date. I would love that. Okay. I would love that. Let's do that, and maybe we can meet Ben Folds. Um, When you're in Nashville, every day is a Nashville date. I don't know if that's the tagline of their city, but it should be. (laughs) It could. (laughs) It could be. Um, All the songs are written on the album by Folds, except for Darren Jesse wrote "Sky High." And of course he did. Nick Hornby oh. did the lyrics um, for the title track. Wow. The Sound of the Life of the, the Mind. The same Nick Hornby of, from Lonely Avenue. That's right. What happened was Ben Fold said that it wasn't that that song was bad. He just never got, like, a, apparently Hornby wrote, like, lyrics to several things. And Ben Fold just got to, like, the 12 that he got to. Okay. And so this is one that he didn't get to for that album. And so he decided to put it on this one. 
How do you think that pitch meeting went with the rest of the Ben Folds Five guys? He was like, "Hey guys, uh, I've got one song left over. Remember that like collaboration I did with Nick Hornby? Uh, yeah, I've got one song. Can we just do it with you guys? Like, do you think that's okay?" You I think, think they were in. They were probably in on that, right? Yeah. I mean, they must have been because they must have been. It's on the album. Here we are. So let the, it's the title track. It is, which is not the song we're going to talk about the first time. Ben Folds and title tracks are not typically a thing. Before this, that's album, right. Normally, it's in the song somewhere. Yeah. Before this album, "Rock in the Suburbs" was the only title, title track album with a title track, as far as I know. And then we got this one, and then the next episode, the next one has, has a title one too. Track. Weird. So this whole album was crowdfunded, and it raised two hundred percent of what the original goal was within a week. How about that? I can't get people to crowdfund me for like a case of beer uh, in well, like a week. It's not really for a good cause, isn't it? No. All right. Well, so the first song we have, you've heard a little bit of it already, but we're going to play it again so that you can continue hearing the lovely music of... You're going to play it like you're going to start it over again? Maybe. That seems well tacky. Well, sorry. So soothing. Yeah. I like this intro track. Yeah. It kind of gets you back to the, the, the glory days of Ben Folds 5 where you hear like Jackson Cannery kind of has like that boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Gets you started. Kicks with it right in. Yeah. But this is nice. It's a, it's a, I really dig the verses. Not a big fan of the chorus, but like overall the verses I think are, are you know, you can hear it in the background right now. It's like very calming and melodic. and melodic and it goes and then. Um, but they're back. This is where you finally get the band back together. Um, but I, I think it's funny they have a uh, the line in there once they get is a uh, it's about erasing, you know, it's you know being wiped away from the memory, forgetting people that maybe you've met before and then coming back to them. Um, but we have a line in there called "Erase me, Option Command, Escape me." If you say so. Um, and then so it's like a little keyboard shortcut there on the on the lyrics. Option command escape. What is that? A force quit? I don't know what that is. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just like a, a sleep mode. I have no idea. You can, what, do you have a favorite? I mean, keyboard? should I hit it right now as we're recording? No, on the you, computer? you know you should not. Okay. We don't want to lose all this wonderful content this that's is happened so far. Hashtag content. What up? All right. So you have what is your what is your favorite keyboard shortcut command? Well, that's an interesting question, Sunshine. Is it? Yeah, because favorite and most used are not the same question. That's true. I said favorite. Right. I would easily say that like Command C, Command V are my most used, copy mm-hmm. and paste, because I do a lot of plagiarism in my job. <laughs> um, let's see. I think one of my favorites is if I'm doing a... Um, Photoshop project, I like Command Plus or Command Minus, which is zooms in and zooms out. Mm. It's very useful. I like it. I'm a Command uh, Command Z. Undo. You have to undo a lot. Yep. Nah, I'm not a big Command Z guy. I mean, I'll use it, sure, but it's like I don't. It's not my favorite because that means I made a mistake. That's okay, but that's just to me. It's about like, hey, sometimes you can fix your mistakes. Yeah, but and it's a nice way for that to happen. It sets an unrealistic expectation that sometimes mistakes can be easy to fix. 
I'm just in my life, and when I make life mistakes, I'm like, oh, shit, Command Z, Command Z. Yeah, but in real life, I've real already life. said it. That's it's already I'm been saying. done. That's I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, I like it because it allows me to do it virtually, even though I can't do it in my real life. So there's that. So we get a race me kicks off well. I think it's a fine track. It's good. That's some good keyboard banter too. <laughs> So like double keyboard banter like you got folds on the keyboard right that's what and I'm saying then, yep this is amazing this is really <laughs> solid content like I bet people clicked on this podcast today and not realizing they get lessons and like keyboard shortcuts for their own personal like that work life, life lesson about command Z and undoing your life versus undoing your your typo that's important stuff. Yeah, that is. We're tackling some hard-hitting Deep life issues coming down right now. People are take, have tangibles they can take away now. Just remember, folks, when you command Z your typo, that doesn't mean you can go mistakes in your everyday life. Go make mistakes in your everyday life. No, and you can't. Expect. You got to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Absolutely. So tread, tread lightly. Second track on the album. You, got you, wanna, you, you, you don't want to keep with the... Nope. Second track on the album, you got Michael Prater, five years later. I like this one. And it's got a nice little shout out to James Taylor right off the get-go, which is kind of nice. I hear James Taylor's a jerk. The opposite of fire and rain. Oh, that's a James Taylor song. Which is, a, and the reason they talk well, about if it's that. The opposite is it a shout out to James Taylor? It's it's mentioning his song. You said he was a jerk. I have tr- sources that I trust who have told me that James Taylor is kind of a jerk through personal experience or through like news articles and you know. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I don't. I've I've never heard anything. I mean, it's possible, but he talks about fire and rain because the song is about a dude who keeps coming back into his life about every five years or so. So you get a glimpse of him in like bits and pieces from like. like start remember to the Titans is a movie that comes back into my life every five, five years. years. <laughs> um, and the fire and rain is about like when you expect to see someone and you don't. Oh. Because that song wasn't written for Remember the Titans. Fire and rain. Yeah. No. Oh. Whoops. Um. I'm that kidding. song I was, didn't think I know that. that, but that song was originally written because his friends, James Taylor was in California, or I believe West Coast, um, and his friends paid for his girlfriend to take a plane to come out to him. The plane mm-hmm. crashed on the way there, she dies. Oh wow. So he expected to see her you know, he didn't. He has to deal with that. Which is like that's like super sad. That's super heartbreaking. Yeah. It's an amazing song, but that is sad that that's something that had to happen for that song to be created. A lot of pain, but um, this song is about having a dude come back into your life like every five years or so, and and having to catch up with that and and what that looks like. Can you relate to that in any way? Is there a person that you see like every five years or so? No, no, not as far as I know. Once they're once they're out of your life, they're out of you've just shut them out. I that, whoa, you just took a leap there, buddy. I did, have, do you, have you ever had a friend that you just like cut out of your life? No, not not advertently. It just kind of happened. Is advertently the opposite of inadvertently? (laughs) (laughs) My grammar skills are terrible. I have no idea. (laughs) I assume that advertently. I assume that that's the case. Uh, I can't think of anybody, but then again, if I've cut them out of my life, why would I I be able to remember them in this moment? You don't reflect on them anymore. 
I don't know. If you're out there and you feel like I've cut you out of out of my life, then uh, just reach out. I'll probably say, "What's up, dude?" or "Do that." Just tweet at you. Yeah, at Max Gondor. Twitter's usually the best way to get in touch with me. You respond pretty. It's quickly. where I feel the less the least nervous about my social interactions. Um, this song has a pretty cool like instrumental break. They get after it in the back half of the song. Yeah, I wonder if I can pull that up and and have it be somewhat accurate to what's going on. Oh, good luck to you as you toggle through this song. Ready? I will, I will vamp, 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 vamp. Okay, go. Yeah, he gets after it. My only issue just now was that you didn't fade in. You should have faded in. You faded out beautifully. Thank you. But like that's gonna that's gonna be a bit of a jump cut for the listeners out there. They're gonna it's they might be afraid by real, that real punch in the face yeah. through your audio listening device. Should have always fade in you. when you can. Yeah, that's well, true. We kind of warned you. I said vamp, 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 vamp. <laughs> you should have known. <laughs> you should have known. No, I try to do is I try to like create the volume and have it set so when I play the next song, I wasn't necessarily expecting to go back into that one, and uh-huh. so. It was just already up and loud and ready to go Boom. right in the face. But no, I, I mean that's a. Fu- I think that uh, the song itself is like fine. I think this, it's a good song. This is one of those songs that I like find in my head way more often than like you would think. This song. Anytime somebody named Michael enters or exits a room, I find myself going Please. Michael, and then I'll just insert their last name. Michael Singapore. Oh, well, I don't know anybody named Michael Singapore, but. Um, <laughs> But that's what you do. Yeah, I tend to do that with that song. Um, but I, I enjoy that musical break. I think that's a fun one. And it's like... Michael th- Jordan! That was beautiful. Thank you. 23. Man, what's he doing now? How, how are the Wizards doing? He uh, is still their starting shoot, shooting guard, I believe. Oh, that's right. Um, they're in the playoffs. I don't know. Do you really think he's still affiliated with the Wizards? No. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. God. <sighs> Anyways, we got the next song on here, which is the one not written by Ben Folds. You get it written by Darren Jesse. Darren Jesse, Sky High, Sky written High. for the movie starring your girl, Mary, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, she's the best. I know. Not um, in this movie. She's kind of, she, well, I don't want to give you any Sky High yeah, spoilers. Get, get out of here. Take those Sky High spoilers just, and you go far left. You don't give away anything in that movie. Kurt Russell is perfect. Don't trust Mary Elizabeth the whole, like. Dude, shut up. This was like the opening credits song. You can kind of hear how superhero-y it is. Here it comes. Superman, thank you God for giving us food. Uh, this is where you start to like see a montage of all the characters. In the Dude, will you shut up? It is a pretty song. This probably is my favorite song on the entire album. Uh, yeah, it probably is mine too. It's, it's, really, it's, it's really nice. It's quite nice. It actually has nothing to do. I even wrote in the notes knowing that you'd probably bring that up was like, has nothing to do about Sky High, the superhero kids movie. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with no, it. No, no. Um, that movie is good though. Like for real, I like it. I have for what it is. It's, like it's, I like it's it. It's been a while, but I remember. I mean, I saw that in theaters for sure. 
Did what year did that come out? It must uh, have been before 2012. I think so. it definitely was. Like this song was written after that movie came out. Yes, which like correct. You, come on, Darren Jesse. That was like you can't name a song the same title as a very well-known movie. Well-known? That movie got a lot of hubbub. Like, probably like Disney Channel praise. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I enjoyed it. But um, that song is absolutely beautiful. Soft and calming. Somber. It just, I really dig this track. Just, it's good. Um, uh, it's just an observant song about like the surroundings of this character as he's like going through this relationship. And it's just like. So it's like from above. It's like really nice. Kind of. Sure. Wow. It's got less of a story that From Above has. I like how, like, I literally just listen to the music because I like the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. But you, like, listen to the lyrics and stuff and, like, research them. Good good job. Well, for this, I do. I don't think I do that normally. But if I'm doing a podcast on something, I want to know it's about it. It's a good thing I have you here. Yeah, for all this info. Um, but That's so this why is, you're the host and I'm the co-host. This is not about a kid's movie. But if you had to pick a kid's movie to write a song about Max, what kid's movie would you choose? Uh, and you ooh. don't get to pick Hook. Blank check. <laughs> blank check. Immediately blank check. Yeah. That, I mean, first of all, blank check would be a pretty sweet title for a song. That You could you could go anywhere with that. You really could. Yeah. But you're writing this about the movie itself. So, so it's, it's about like Macintosh and like yeah. the and kid running oh, into the, to- the limo driver is one of the best characters of all time. All time. All time like greatest characters. All movies. He says, he says to... Uh, Preston Waters. Boom. I just remember the kid's name. That's right, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, he says, hop in, and then the kid, he hops into the limousine, and then the limo driver has something smart to say after that. But he also talks about how, like, there's not more than one way to skin a cat. Like, what are you going to do? Fill it up, like, stick a hose in there? That whole bit where he's talking about how there's, there isn't more than one way to skin a cat. I've never seen you get more passionate about, like, I'll talk about Blake Jack. <laughs> You are like flustered right now with how excited he you says, are about he this says movie. The the guy who like gives Preston Waters the the million dollars, the not the blank check, not not, not the guy who gives him the blank check. When Preston Waters goes up to like the office of the bank and the big big guy, yeah. who I think is dead now. I think you're right. Um, R.I.P. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name right now. Because uh, he thinks he's supposed to be giving a million dollars to a guy named Juice. Right. So he says to Preston Waters, Juice, and he says, No thanks, I'm not thirsty. <laughs> But then he somehow ends up with a million dollars, and he buys a nice ha- house. And then, like the lady who's the FBI agent—spoilers. Um, no, we know she's an FBI agent the whole time. Yeah, they or, yeah, like pretty quickly. They, yes, uh, they give he, it away. They kind of have like a weird, like it's flirty, right? It's 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 weirdly strange for like a twelve-year-old to like be into this like relationship with like uh, let's let's no, call but, her upper like upper twenties. But at least. she kind of reciprocates. Yes, it's very strange. Yeah. So that's what the song would be that's about. That's what the song's about. It's a love song about a 12-year-old and a 28-year-old woman. Uh, yeah, now that we've dig- really dug in there, I think that's what I'm going to choose to write about, is that part. That little sub-story. That little sub-story of that movie. Yep. A million dollars could not get you all that shit, by the way. You don't think so? No. Not even like in the early 90s? Uh, not even in the early 90s. I don't know, man. That house was like nice. but like, Yeah, it was like a castle. and I, like, like he types, a $400,000 house. He types in the offer of like $150,000, oh, really? and they're like... We'll take it. <laughs> like that was like the offer to the like, yes, that's what we want. And then he buys all that stuff. It's just too much, man. His brothers are jerks too. What is your movie? Let's stop talking about like I'd love to like we can do a whole other podcast about Blank Check. It's already been done. There's already literally a podcast series out there called Blank Check. They've only done one episode about Blank Check, but it's good. What's the rest of it about? Uh, they like choose 
directors who basically have enough of a uh, following that like they're often just given blank checks to go make whatever they want. Uh, okay. And then they talk about those movies. So yeah. they do a whole series on Spielberg. It's good. It's it's like the guy from uh, uh, what's that Amazon superhero movie or mo- superhero series Ant-Man? Nope. The Tick. Yes. I think it's one somebody that's involved with that. And then I don't know. I've listened to a few episodes. It's good. You would maybe like it. Maybe. Um, my movie I think I'm going to write about uh, Kid and King Arthur's Court. Don't care. Wow, I, I've, I, don't, I don't know that one. That's the it's the it's Henry Rowan Gardner. Okay, except that's not his character, but he is uh, he's a baseball player in this one as well. Oh, gets sucked up through a sinkhole. You get sucked up through a sinkhole, kind of, because what happens is is like he falls into it, but then like gets sucked up into another dimension. Oh, and he ends the up being upside a, down. The upside down, and he ends up going all the way back in time. And ends up being a kid all the way back in time. A kid in King Arthur's Court. What does it mean to go all the way back in time? Like further than just a little bit. Okay, but not all the way. Not all the way back. I misspoke. Thank okay. you for calling me out on that. I'm happy to call out your misspokings. I appreciate you keeping me in check. I advertently did that. Um. So yeah. So he and he like invents rollerblades back then. It's kind of cool. But that's yeah. what it would be about. Him inventing rollerblades in a time of King Arthur. Neat. Yeah, nifty. That is a that'd be a great song. Would it be like a Renaissance sound, like a Baroque period type of song? Nope, metalcore. Oh, rap rock. It's a rap rock song. Like, who would you like? Would you get a certain band to perform it for you? Um, I would. would, I would perform it. Okay, I would really. I could really. Like, would you get get, play the drums and sing at the same time, like Kevin Malone? Absolutely. I I like to think a little bit more like uh, Phil Collins, but yeah. Uh, Kevin Malone's probably the best drummer singer combo that I can think of. It's Crantonicity, man. Yeah. All right. Then you have the sound of the life of the mind, which is the Nick Hornby there song. There it is. There it is. And uh, this is the Nick Hornby song on this album. You faded that one in. Well done. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm all thumbs today. another one where i really dig the verses and i'm not a big fan of the chorus when that comes in um but it's about how the world can be this like unfriendly place but your mind can have a kinder story on the inside so you can go there to escape but how also that your mind can be unforgiving and kind of terrifying at the same time um and so there's noise up there as well i can get behind that yep so sometimes i feel like my mind is one full of positivity whereas other times it's like whoa chill dude chill yeah so yeah, so you, so you can relate to this song then. I guess. I mean, I I had never really listened to the lyrics before. You just explained them to me. But yeah, this is it's uh, again, I think it's fine. I think this one's fine. What? It's great. Is it? Oh yeah, every song he's ever done is great. I just I feel I like I will not back down from that perch of every song being great. I just think this one's it's okay to me. It's not a great one, but it's it's okay to me. Um, but I think the next song on the album super interesting. And it's called On Being Frank. And it's about being Frank Sinatra's butler. So it's not On Being Frank. 
So it's about Frank Sinatra's butler. Sinatra dies, and the butler feels like his life isn't his own because he's always been in this home for someone else, hmm. which is really deep. It so is deep. It's about not wanting to live your life that way so that you could live your like real, true life, which I appreciate. I do feel like as we're going on in Folds' career, the, the songwriting, the lyrics tend to get more and more mature over time. So I think that like the stories, Imagine that. the stories that, yeah, I mean, it makes sense clearly, but like, I think he really starts, it starts really coming through, through his music. So I think that just like, yes, he's getting older, he's getting wiser, but you really start seeing that through not only the songwriting, but the composition of the music itself. Now, there were some times in his earlier songs where I felt like you, he was doing some pretty interesting things with the composition of his music and you didn't like it. I don't know if I just, I feel it more. But now that he's older and he's doing interesting things, you you, you account it to maturity. Yeah, prop maybe. I don't. I don't think he was. I don't think he might have been doing interesting things, but they might not have played out as well as they do now. Okay. I think the songwriting is stronger in his later days. Whatever you say, man. Every song he's ever written is perfect. You, you, that's just that can't even be true. You're making up obscene. Just obscene. Just obscene. Just out of nowhere, pulling pulling things out of thin air that can't possibly I'm be sure true. I've been sticking to that the entire they just, series. It can't all be perfect. It's, Everything's perfect. It can't all be perfect. Would you ever have a butler? By the way, is that like is that something that you would ever do? Like if you got rich enough, I don't think I would have a butler. I don't think I'm above like having somebody like occasionally come to the house and like clean it up for clean you, clean some things up. But like, not like a live-in butler. Heck no. I like my privacy. I don't need no Alfred walking around, getting into my business. You think he's just sharing the world with what Max Gongor does when he's at home alone? I mean, I pretty much do that already anyway. Yeah. What did you? What was the last time you were home alone and really just? And what did Max Gongor do in that moment where he had just total privacy? I don't know. Slept. Yeah. Okay. What else? I'm trying to get into the life and times of Max Gongor now. I don't know. What do you mean? I think I'm not that interesting of a person, Sunshine. On an evening where you just get time to yourself, what do you like to do? Watch baseball. That's it. Sometimes. Watch Netflix. Maybe drink a beer. Can I say beer? You can say beer. We have the explicit next to or or not. You know, so you know. I'm like beer is not a dirty word. What is your answer to that question? I'm not interesting. I and I'm. I I like to. I like to play ukulele. Nope. Well, I like I to, mean, but you don't like. You I like don't to do. do that. I like to do yoga. You don't do ukulele in private. Like you also like to do that around people. Which yeah, I'm, a, I'm an extrovert, anyways. I like to be around people. I am not. I like to be introverted. I think I'm an extroverted introvert. An extroverted introvert. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. I'm, I, I I lean more toward introversion, but I'm capable of being extroverted if it's the right concoction. It's of about where you draw your energy from, right? So, like when you are worn out completely do would you prefer to be with people to get your energy back or would you prefer to be alone so you can recharge probably alone so you are probably more of an introvert yeah that i already said that but you had to go and make it sound like you know more than me that was I not already said I'm sorry. that i was an introvert you said you were an extroverted intro- yeah right you're right i'm wrong thank you sorry 
I'm going to go sit by myself in a corner after that conversation. My <laughs> goodness gracious. Sorry that I just recharged for a little bit. Took, took a little deep dive into my own little conger in your own little world. Yes. The next song on the album, we have Draw a Crowd. Um, Ugh, sounds terrible for an introvert. Just kidding. Every song's perfect. So this is about doing things to get that attention when you start to lose fame and like if you can't like be as famous as you were or as good as what you were you start finding other ways to get attention so he equates it in the song can't draw a crowd what do you do max you draw dicks on a wall you draw dicks on a wall i thought this was the theme song to american vandal god what a good show it's it's good it's great i think it's one of the best things that came out last year and i'm being dead serious about that it was it was well done it was parody executed beautifully so he talks about that the song well not about american vandal but about you know that, so things to get attention when you're not famous anymore, when people aren't looking at you anymore. So you just do something that might be silly or dumb or I can you know, get, annoying. Yeah. I feel, feel like I've I've been known to do that. Do you? Yeah. I like to get attention by stupidity and silliness. That's Never. a little bit true. Sure. How, what, but what about like, do you, what are the things you find most annoying when people are trying to get attention? I don't, I don't know. I don't find things annoying. That's not even true. I don't think about the things that i find annoying if someone does something that for attention and you, you don't ever look and say like "Ugh, no i, w- I wish they i mean i probably do that. but i'm not like not that i like keep a list of so that i can recall them immediately on a podcast when asked sure maybe that annoyed me <laughs> that you asked me to. <laughs> you're seeming a little to. like I, did i do something to you today yes what i do you made me eat a very expensive cheeseburger <laughs> How dare you? I I didn't realize it was going to be that expensive. We went to uh, we went to Bull City Burger and Brewery before a, we well, before we came not, here. Let's not like we don't have to degrade. Like it's a yummy burger. It's a great burger. And if you've got some money, money, the, it's but it's a little expensive. But it's not like I mean, it's like if you want like a ten to fifteen dollar lunch experience. Yeah, and if you live in New York regularly, that might be a, like a really cheap burger. I don't know. I don't know how price inflation works. I'm not an economy major. No, we already went over our majors. That's for right, some but uh, they uh, Bull City has a this month has a tarantula burger you can buy and eat. I skipped that one today. We saw it though. I didn't see it. I, my back was to it. Did you see it? I did see it. Yeah, my my positioning was not um, allowing me to actually see the burger. Good for the kid that paid fifteen dollars for a burger and fifteen dollars for a t shirt, but they tell you it's just a thirty dollar burger. Oh, is that how that works? I think so. I, there's no, I. I just don't need that in my life. I don't need a shirt that says, hey. I completed the tarantula I, challenge. I ate a tarantula. I do need shirts that have bands on them. Yeah, I've seen you wearing shirts with bands on them. But bands that make it dance. That's different, right? So um, Barely. But yeah, so that's Draw a Crowd. And then we get to uh, the song that you quoted earlier. So that's Draw a Crowd. We just had a conversation about tarantula burgers. That's So that's Draw a Crowd. What, what did you think about the song Draw a Crowd, is, man? Dr- is being a restaurant that does... A month of a tarantula burger is that an example of drawing a crowd and being annoying for attention? Yeah, maybe. 
I was a little annoyed by it. I was annoyed by the people who were eating it. Yeah, they, they were, were definitely <laughs> like I couldn't see them, but I could hear them. The conversation it was like one of those uh, people, and like I, people are good, right? So like I'm not hating on people and, and live the life that you want to live. At this moment, it seemed like this this dad who was with his kid eating the burger was just like talking too much to the waitress. Yeah, and just having like too long of a conversation where the waitress was being kind and like, oh no, that's funny, and he was like, well, let me tell you the difference of curry in America in London. and in London. Well, there's <laughs> no place like London, so I mean, obviously the curry's different there. But sure. we've got Steph Curry. We do. So, and that's a curry that nobody else has. Well, Seth Curry, <laughs> all the same. It's a different type of curry. I mean, Sonia Curry. You got any more? Del Curry. Keep going. Uh, their little sister who played volleyball at Elon. I can't remember her name. How terrible is that? The oh. one who actually went to the school I went to. Scofenix. She was there a couple years after I was there. That's my excuse. Well, so what do you think about the song Draw a Crowd? I like it. I mean, it's catchy. I, I, I think almost that song is a little bit drawing a crowd, you know? Sure. Like it's perfect, but it's also like, hey, I'm going to say dicks on a wall and that's going to be the the attention grabber about this song. Sure. Right? How's that for analysis? Well, you, it's a deep dive that I appreciate. I did it. We can quit the podcast now. This episode's over. Uh, Not yet. We got a couple more songs. But we could do a few uh, like seconds of dead air if you want. We could. So maybe think people think it's over and turn it off. I think that's a terrible oh, wait, strategy. That's, that's a terrible strategy for for you know podcasts. Sometimes listening. albums do that though, right? Like sometimes an album will like have several minutes of dead air and mm-hmm. then boom, you get a bonus track at the end. Yeah, that's right. Maybe this podcast could be that. All right, if you made it through that, you're still listening to some special bonus content. <laughs> Which is just the last four songs of the album we're talking of about. Of Lost in the Folds, The Sound of the Life of the Mind, the reunion album for Ben Folds 5. That's right. I should be doing the intros, by the way. Did you hear how good I just That sounded? was really good. Can you do the outros? Because I suck at those. You suck at the intros, too. <laughs> We did eight minutes on, I don't even remember, but I remember looking at my computer screen being like, wow, we just did eight minutes of intro banter. Uh, your banter is great, though. I'm just setting you up again so you can start. Just make them laugh, dude. I call dibs on the intro next album. All right. You have it. Done. Boom. Turn in next week. There's a tease for next week. If y'all, y'all aren't listening next week, then like, what are you even doing here? So, all right. So they would go from draw a crowd to do it anyway, which was the song that you talked about at the very beginning. You might put your love and trust on the line It's risky, people love to tear that down Let them try Y'all, you are missing Max Gongware. Just do the a wonderful dance. All my dances are wonderful. He just, what he Ben just folds stood into up. music, Max Gongware is the dancing. Perfect. Wow, that was beautiful. That's an analogy. They don't do those on the SAT anymore. So, like kids, they don't do analogies on the SAT. No, they don't. They didn't when we were taking the SAT. You sure? That used to be like when we took the PSAT. And, well, I don't know if you were smart enough to take the PSAT in seventh grade. Well, first of all, I took the Duke Tip SAT in seventh grade. In Florida? In Florida. And I got invited to go actually, to Duke that summer. Now that I think about it, I took the SAT in seventh grade, the Duke Tip SAT. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got invited to go to Duke. Or like my mom, who hates Duke, 
just like got the letter. Like, you, no, no, shred. Yeah, my kid's not going to go to Duke for summer camp. So, yeah, but I got a letter for that. I was uh, somewhat intelligent. What, what is the letter? That's what the kids are t- saying right now as they re- respond to this podcast aloud. It's like a like, like an email or a, a, they uh, they slid into my mailbox is what Ooh. they did. Duke slid into my mailbox. Wow. With a with a an actual letter inviting me to be a part of that program. Boy, oh boy. And I didn't go. Mm, yeah, me neither. I think it was a Duke thing. But um so th- I I dig that song. It goes it's got a nice little fun vibe to it. it goes back and forth. Um, I think you know, I th- that was it's it's upbeat, it's fun, I enjoy it. Oh yeah, one of the better ones on the Isn't album. Isn't that song? Doesn't that song have some sort of connection with Sesame Street or something? Uh, maybe you didn't come up with that in your research. No, I did not. I I'm did. I got. I got to be be real. I there was a little lacklusterness on this I research. Think, I lollygagged a little I bit. I think Ben Folds Five performed that song on an episode of Sesame Street. We can fact check later. Which is that's kind of cool, right? Um, like it's, it goes, it goes like SNL as far as like places to perform your music, mm-hmm. SNL's up there and then Sesame street. The only two. Yeah. There's no other places it, that you can perform your music. Yeah. Maybe at the time. <laughs> I feel like tiny desk, tiny oh. desk concerts got a pretty big, like well, Ben Folds is, he's following. Been, he's he's done, done that. He's done that. He did that after he wrote the following album that we're going to talk about uh, uh, next episode. Yes, that is correct. Um, but I think Do It Anyways was a song that they recorded like a demo for, and that's what they put out to get the crowdfunding for okay. the rest of the album. That feels good. Um, Way to go. Yeah, so good for them. There's some good writing in that one, too. Like, I get it. Like clever writing? or like, No, like, it's about like putting your love out on the line and like being comfortable in doing so. That's big. That's hard to do. Yeah, it's about the grips of your decision-making process and what that looks like for every individual person. As he reads off of his computer screen. Of the notes that I took. Thank you, Reddit. Appreciate it. Um, so you go from do it anyways to hold. Uh, do it anyway. It's Sorry, not a plural. Do it anyway. You're correct. It is not plural. Sorry. I'm just like, if you're going to. gonna Hold do- that thought is the next song. All right. There's like a lot of pretty songs on this, huh? Which I dig. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty song guy. I could, like, you just said you love it, and I could have torn that down, but like, you did it anyway. You risked it anyway. Or pass that song now. Yeah. Listen up. She broke down and cried at the strip mall acupuncturist while the world went on outside. Doctor took her arm, gazed at the floor and read her wrist for the secrets in her life. Here's your medicine, she said. If you not smile at him, someone else will. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Yep. One of my favorites on the album. It's good. I think so too. I think this is one that like I have I have shared on Facebook before. That's how you know it's good. If you've put it on your Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Give Can we it, say Facebook? I don't know. There's a lot of things going on with that in the past month or so. and uh, You don't want your data stolen. I know. It's not like, you know, people signed up for that. Maybe I'm on the wrong side of this and I don't have enough information. But like, I don't have I, any information. I feel like you, you every time you pick a new site or a new survey or quiz to take on Facebook, you have to agree to like give them your data. That's literally something that pops up like every time. I, yeah. So I usually, I I'm like, Oh, it's one of those. Okay. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so yeah, you have the choice. 
Um, Hold Your Thoughts Beautiful. And it's, yeah, I would say probably my number two or number three song on the album. It's but good. It's, it's great. And your other one was Sky High, mm-hmm. was like one of the ones that you gave high it's a, praise. It's a pretty song. I mean, yeah, there's some I, pretty songs. There's some pretty songs on here. Um, and then this one, the, up, the next one is, is kind of heart, heartbreaking. It's called Away When You Were Here. I would say sky high, hold your hold that thought away when you were here. Those are my three on this album that I would like say those are the ones you got to listen to. Why do you like that one so much? I don't know. I think that the content in that one's pretty interesting as well, and it's just it's beautifully written. Uh, dealing with the idea of you know the loss of your father, but this is someone who um, it kind of alludes to probably suicide or depression with the dad, and so that even when he was around, he wasn't actually like fully there. Um, and then it comes to grips with this character, whoever's narrating, kind of dealing with that and then, you know, reckoning with forgiveness and everything that comes in that, which I think is kind of beautiful. So this isn't about ben F- Benjamin Scott Folds' his dad. I don't, th- I don't know. If, I think all of his songs, from what I've gathered as we've done this podcast, um, it seems like all of his songs definitely have like a bit of him in them. That's why he writes them. But I think that a lot of times it's about like some other character that he's like telling the story of yeah that's um, one thing i love about ben fold is how he just like tells stories through characters that aren't necessarily him it would be interesting for me and I'm, we're not going to do this in podcast form but like to go back to the earlier albums i've definitely gained a better appreciation of ben folds through this process i think so you have too um and so i would be interested to go back and like really dissect the first couple albums and see how i feel about them and if that's changed but i don't want to do that via podcast form well, remember don't from, need that many episodes uh, Reinhold Messner, we had Most Valuable Possession, which is literally just a voicemail no, from his dad, from Ben Folds' dad, mm-hmm. which we agree is probably not the same dad that this song was about. I don't think, yeah, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, beautiful song. Absolutely beautiful song. Um, and then you go into the final song, which is Thank You for Breaking My Heart. Ooh, that sounds good. Good? Well, it sounds like it could be like deep or whatever. doing a good job of like bantering up until the point when like Ben Folds starts singing in the actual song. Is that something we should do better? Like, well, no, I'm just saying he does a lot of this album in particular. He does a lot of like melodic intros mm-hmm. before the song actually gets started. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I've got questions for the next album because there's going to be a, a lot of instrumentals. Yeah. Are we going to talk about the concertos on the next album? Absolutely. But we're not there yet. Yeah, right. I want a different answer. So I ask you once again But the truth's in the silence And this time I got it It's over So this song's kind of interesting because it's a, you know, it's he, clearly he's heartbroken at this point mm-hmm. um, or the character that he's singing about as we just talked about and He's thanking for getting. He's thanking the significant other that is left for breaking his heart, um, because now he knows he has a heart. This is kind of the way that he puts it out in the in the lyrics Dang. of the song. 
That's serious. Um, which that's, I so it's like that's a, beautiful. It's a double-edged sword. I'm There's sure. something romantic about about baseball, you know, or about that song. About baseball. Sorry, I got sidetracked. You were <laughs> kerfuffled yeah. for a hot second. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think it's a I think it's a beautiful song. I, I again going through the whole album. I think there. Are, we get back to a place where it's like summer's fine. Some are really good. It's just summer a, better than others. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't even a good joke. But. Yeah, I would say the the three walk away was still after even after the last song you got you know sky high, a Mary Elizabeth Winstead always has my heart. Hold that thought, and away when you were here. Those are your three. Those are my three. You mentioned that after the last one. I know. I'm just re. I'm <sighs> redundant, man. Sure. What, 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 pick your three, man. I'm just trying to. I, you know, I don't do that. You know darn well. Pick one. Do something. Nope. Do more than that. They're you're all just, perfect. You're just boogie boarding. Perfect for barbecues. All right. What are you giving this album? Rank it for me. I don't do that either. Yes, you do. It's a Ben Folds five. Really? I don't know. Ben Folds four. I'm gonna give it a Ben Folds three. Oh. Okay. Sure. So you you have to realize by now these rankings mean nothing to me. Yeah, I, but I I want you to try. I want you to push out of your comfort zone a little bit. Nah, because the last episode that we do is going to be a ranking of songs. We are going to have to come no, to a, we are I'm, we are coming to a consensus, me and you. I'm fine with that of, of the top twenty Ben Fold songs. I thought we were going to do like a draft. I think we should do a Ben Fold's draft. We're not doing a draft. Why? Because no one wants to hear what the best Ben Fold song is at the very beginning, and then they don't. Yeah, have to nobody's listen. ever done a podcast with a draft before. That's a t- completely unpopular form of podcast. I'm just saying we'll make a list and we'll go from twenty to one. That's ridiculous. I don't like. Uh, that's a bad format. But you're you're in charge, so whatever. I'm not in charge. Noah's in charge. Blame Noah. Noah. <laughs> yeah. So send all your hate mail to him. Uh, with any direction of our show or feedback, you can send to the arc of e at gmail.com. You're telling me to send the no. feedback to Noah? No, you can do that or, or the fans if they want. If they want a draft, we can do uh, a draft, but we can just figure out. We'll figure it out. We'll let them do the feedback. We, nobody's going to feedback. People feedback. I don't believe Anyways, you. Max, this is, it's, it's, our time is up for today. Is it? For the, for this episode, and it, it is done. But I, I, I got to say, I got I to gotta thank you, man. I love this time with you. It's good. I love spending these moments with you. It's fine. It's it's better than fine. To each his own. It's really I really like these little moments of us of us talking about Ben Folds. You've opened my eyes a little bit. I'm glad to hear that. So, but uh, it is time for us to go. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We got Max Gongaware. You can find him on Twitter at Max Gongaware. That is true. You can find me on Twitter at Mister underscore Sun underscore Shine. Whew. And then you can find the Arc of E on Instagram and Twitter as well, and on on the Facebook. And then keep saying it like that because people are going to get it. The Facebook. There you go. The Facebook. But thank you guys so much for listening once again. I'm Sunshine. I'm Max. And this has been Lost in the Folds. Sure we will has. see you next time. Will we see them next time? The ironic timing, the clouds and their. Lo-